Welcome everybody to Common Sense Christianity. I'm Ethan Foster, your host here today with another episode. Today we are dealing with, is God justified in providing only one way to salvation? One way to enter into the presence of God for eternity, saving us from our sins only by repentance and accepting the sacrifice that Jesus Christ had on the cross 2,000 years ago. Is this a morally just concept? Many atheists all object to this, saying that, well, isn't it too, I guess you can say, um, picky of God? We'll, we'll use this. Isn't it picky of God? Too strict. Unjust. To allow only one way to him. Because if you think about it, even though Christianity is the world's biggest religion, it only makes up one-third of the world's religions. That means two-thirds of the world are not saved. Le leaving out whether you think some Christians, based on certain beliefs, are not saved or not, that's not what we're even discussing. Just from the general premise, 2.2 billion people claim to have accepted Christ into their life. And go by the term Christian. So let's assume for a second that all of them are saved just by the purposes of this discussion, my friends. Two-thirds of the world is not saved. There is 7.2 billion people, I believe, on earth right now. And a total of 100 billion people that have existed. Christians and people who are saved make up a small fraction of those who have been saved. So we must deal with what Jesus said. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. That is it. So the Bible is very clear without argument that there is one way. Now, just because the Bible says it from at least a secular perspective does not mean it's true. So is this perspective even justifiable? Why is there only one way? Why can't you go through Allah? Why can't you go through the Jewish practices, the law? Why can you not go through Buddhism or Hinduism? What if you've never even heard the name of God or Christ? Let's deal with the first issue, the different religions that exist today. There still deals with the problem that if Christianity is true, there is sin that needs to be dealt with that these religions do not deal with or do not have a repentance for. None of them deal with the sin. Even Judaism. Because Judaism relies on the law of Moses, which inherently makes us realize our sin. So, therefore, can God really be an ultimately just God if he gives them a free pass without the acceptance of Christ Jesus? He cannot because they to deal with their sin. They still have to deal with it, which is a very important point, my friends, because when we realize as Christians that we are in an unfixable dilemma, that we are sinners in this flesh and in this body, and that the only solution is that someone that is not 
corrupted, who doesn't have the corrupt flesh, but is perfect, that lays down their life for us, and by his life, we are saved. That is the only way that this can be solved. So we have been put in the position where we realize that there is a problem that we cannot fix but by Christ. And that is the issue, ladies and gentlemen. These other religions don't accept that. Some of them don't even have the issue of sin in their faith. So how can God look upon them and say, I will make you justified by me if you don't even accept me? As to the question of the people who have not heard, can God reasonably keep them out of his presence? This is a difficult question. Because the Bible was written to those who have heard and to those who have believed. The Bible does not deal with the issue of people who have not heard. This is the importance of missionary work, of the spreading of the kingdom. But outside of that, if it never reaches them, can God reasonably separate them for eternity? Well, they still have that sin. But Paul says, by the law, I have become guilty because he figured out what sin is by the law. He said he didn't know how to covet before the law said, thou shalt not covet. That's basic scripture in Romans. It's a very interesting passage. But either way, they still have sin. They still commit sins. So what can we presume from this? What can we calculate the strategy of how we are to approach such a big issue? Because it is a ginormous issue. The majority of humans in history have never heard the name of Jesus Christ. Let alone know what he can do for you. So what do I say to this? It's a personal opinion. Some people say that if they're going to accept him, they'll hear him. It's a, it's a reasonable stance. What I say is, is that everyone will have a chance to hear God's message. I believe God looks at the heart. This is total personal opinion. If God looks at the heart of someone, and God being omnipotent, all-knowing, and the gospel is not presented to him, but he looks at the heart and knows what they would do with it, can they therefore not be justified? I don't know. It's just a thought. It really is. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I do not know. All I know is what happens when you accept Christ and when you hear about his name. I don't condemn people to hell just like that. You guys know that, that I have different beliefs on hell. I'm not a universalist, by the way. You're new to this. I just know what the original Greek and Hebrew say. And so, therefore, my beliefs are different on it. But what we're simply talking about here is living with God for eternity or being without God for eternity, which does not necessarily mean heaven or hell, per se. But it does mean you are without life eternal, without God, without Christ in your life. So this is a very important thing, that only by Christ you go to the Father. 
only by him. So separated from that, here's the other side. If someone has not heard the name of Christ and Christ says, narrow is the way, and few be that find it, then what are we to presume from that? We could just say, well, they will not be saved. It's a very difficult thing to think about, and I don't know the answer to. I would think that a fair and just God would give them the chance, which is where my leaning is. But I could certainly be wrong, my friends, and you are welcome to de to develop your opinion from that. The point is, to the original point of, is God limited in allowing one way to salvation? Or is God unjust for this? It is the only just way. The only just way that an all-loving, all-merciful, and all-just God can allow the people that he must pour wrath on for the consequences of their sin. The only way for that for us to live with God is for the sacrifice of Christ. And what a beautiful thing it is that God wrapped himself in flesh and came down and dwelt among us in our sufferings and allowed us to be sanctified, redeemed, and saved by the precious blood of Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening to this episode of Common Sense Christianity. Continue to help us grow the podcast. Uh, share it. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating. Tell me how I'm doing. Email me at commonsensechristianitypodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you just have any episode ideas, I love you guys. I'm praying for you every day. Continue to pray for me to preach the gospel to all creation and spirit and truth. Continue to grow the kingdom of God, and we will see you here Sunday. This is Common Sense Christianity.